Number 12 on the top 25 most interesting players for fantasy basketball is the Aussie legend himself, Ben Simmons. Is he back? He looked like he had his speed in the preseason game today. Where should we be drafting the injured and frustrating big man point guard in Brooklyn? Let's go! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Bryant, to shot! Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. AD Basketball! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And again, I will stress that it is very important to be all across the social media news and following me on Twitter, or at least following a lot of other people that can give you fast-hitting news on Twitter so that, especially if your league uh, rewards first-come, first-serves in terms of drafts, acquisitions on the waiver wire, trades, and player evaluations... Get on Twitter. It is probably the easiest way to get an edge in your fantasy team if you are not on there already. And uh, while you're on there, you might as well follow me at Ball Boys Fantasy. But today we're continuing our top 25 most interesting fantasy basketball players, and we are getting very close to the top 10 and at number 12. And I probably even could have had him higher, but I've got Ben Simmons here at number 12. Now, this guy here is often maligned as a, a weak person in terms of his mental strength and his uh, ability to push through injuries. He's Some people call him soft. And look, I don't have strong arguments to dispute that, but I think sometimes we also need to remember what this guy is good at and where he can help our fantasy basketball teams because not every player in the NBA is designed to score 20 points a night. But a player like Ben Simmons can still be useful if he's healthy for our fantasy basketball teams. That is the issue, though. He hasn't been very healthy the last couple of years. And he obviously has been quite frustrating and disappointing. And last year, I was pretty big on Ben Simmons. I thought that he was going to have a bit more of a bounce-back season. And um, I was obviously wrong. I obviously did not expect it to go as poorly as it did. And this season, I am ready, potentially, to sign myself up for more disappointment. We shall see. We shall see. So let's talk about Ben Simmons and what he's doing in fantasy basketball and where he's going in drafts. Now, he is 27 years of years of age. So he is still in what you would call the prime of his career. I definitely wouldn't call him a young player anymore, but he is by no means a 32, 33-year-old veteran in the NBA. He is still only 27 As far as his average draft position goes, on Yahoo, 126.6, ESPN, 126.9, and on Fantrax, 116.4. This man is essentially free in fantasy basketball drafts. However, with his most recent performance in the preseason, I do expect that to maybe start to increase. Now, I talked about last uh, yesterday in my preview that Perceptions on Ben Simmons might start to change because based on what we saw in his first preseason game, which was yesterday, 
He looked pretty good. He looked pretty well physically. He was getting up and down the court um, quite quickly. Had 10 points, one rebound, three assists, and a steal. Shot four of six from the field in just 14 minutes. Was the starting point guard for the Brooklyn Nets. And we saw, I was you know perusing the internet as I do, and saw some highlight videos of what Ben Simmons was doing. And and a lot of comments saying, he's back. Oh, he looks he looks like he used to back in the day. And um, so it, it is interesting to see those comments from, again, more, not necessarily fantasy basketball folk, but just people who are more casual viewers of the NBA and, and people like that. So I wondered if that translation or that optimism translates into fantasy basketball drafts. And I do see him go quite um, earlier than these ADPs do suggest. In a lot of the cases, he's going in sort of the early 100s closer to pick 100. Sometimes even in the 90s, I have seen him go as high as. So it is interesting to see where he will be going when it does come down to the final weekends of draft season. But at the moment, according to hashtag basketball, which is a reliable source in my eyes, he is going quite late in drafts. And his ranking on a lot of sites is that far. I think on Yahoo, he's ranked like 149 or something like that. He's well back there. So it doesn't surprise me that these ADPs are back there as well. Now, last season, he played 42 games, missed a bunch of time. He also only played 26.3 minutes. However, and this is important to understand, as bad as he was and as bad as the narrative is around him and the fact that he can't shoot, he can't score, he's terrible, he doesn't do anything well, or what is he out there for? In nine category settings, and this is nine categories, no punting, including turnovers, he was the 145th ranked player which, whilst is not good, it's still rosterable in a 9-cat standard 12-team league. It is still rosterable for as bad as he was. In a minus 1 setting, when you're taking into account punting the free throw percentage, in comparison with a lot of other punt builds as well, he was the 118th ranked player. That's someone you start in a fantasy basketball team. That's a top 10 player on your team in a 12-team roster. And in a Yahoo Points League, he was 121st. So very similar in terms of his ranking. So again, as bad as he was, in some formats, he was still someone that was a startable player in your fantasy team. Now, it's not quite as simple as that for Ben Simmons because he had a very up and down season. We're going to go through that in a little bit. But there were stretches where he looked amazing. Um, Small stretches, but there were stretches. And then there were stretches where he was downright putrid. So... It is very much dependent on what kind of Ben Simmons we are getting this season. But I do just want to highlight that, that we have this memory. And and sometimes memory, again, is always tough to rely on. But if you go back and look at the averages and the stats and what he actually did, it may not be as bad as what we remember it being. Because, I mean, and maybe I was writing it more because I was higher on him and, and I was very disappointed with what I saw. But with all that said, being a top 120 player in a minus one ranking is still not the end of the world for a player who does the things and unique things that he does, even when he had injuries, role concerns, and all sorts of things. And remember, last season, he was playing on a team at the start of the year for most of the season with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. The team looks a lot different to when he was putting up the majority of his his minutes last season. So there is a lot of optimism in my eyes, at least, that things can be different for him this season. Um, as it functions in regards to him playing on this team on the court. So let's look at a few stats. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. From him. He started 33 games. So we talk about him playing 42 games for the entire season. He played, um, he started 33 of them and came off the bench for nine of them. So he basically was a starter for the majority of the season, but when he had several injuries, so he had things such as back injuries, knee injuries, ankle injuries all throughout the season. And there was a few times where he would go down with an injury after starting for a few games, come back for four or five games and come off the bench, ramp his minutes back up. He'd go back to starting, play several games as a starter and then get injured again come back, um, and then come back off the bench, load his minutes, and then at the end of the year, they just kind of started playing him as a backup center, backup power forward, and that was there for the last sort of four games of the season, and then it, it really tailed off and he didn't play for basically the last two months of the year. So in saying the fact that when he started, he played 28 minutes a night and he put up seven rebounds, six point four, re- sorry, seven points, 6.4 rebounds, 6.8 assists, 1.5 steals, 0.6 blocks, 56.6% from the field, and 43.9% from the free throw line. And he did that on... How many attempts was that? That was at one and a half free throw attempts. So the attempts were not very high. So the... Again, you look at that and you go, oh my God, 44% from the free throw line. It actually... It's a negative for sure, but it's not the extreme negative that you maybe think it is because it was on such little attempts. And again, I've highlighted 15.9% usage there. He is typically more of a player that is around that 20 usage mark the previous few seasons in Philadelphia, where he was scoring 14 and 16 points in the last two years of his time over there. So that usage was well down compared to what he does across his regular season. And even then, that was sort of lower than you would like it to be for a player as physically talented as he is. So there's a few things to to look at from those stats there. 1.5 steals. Elite, some of the best in the NBA. 6.8 assists, great. That's what you want from a guard. More than six assists, awesome. 6.4 rebounds, again, point guard eligible player, that's good. 56.6% from the field, good. I know it's on low volume, but it's still something. 0.6 blocks from your point guard, solid, really nice. Now, again, you have to know what you're getting with Ben Simmons. I don't expect him to ever shoot threes. I don't expect him to ever be a high-scoring player. I don't expect him to ever be positive from the free-throw line. But if you change the name from Ben Simmons here and place Draymond Green at the top of the screen here, we would be happy to draft this player inside the top 100, no worries about it. But because it's Ben Simmons and there's this narrative and this stigma about him and, and the fact that he's a bum, he can't play, he's got no bag and all this sort of things. I think it's a little bit unfair 
if we just remove the name and look at the stats, there is a very useful player here. Now, it is definitely applied to certain builds, and in a nine category, say it's a roto setting, it's ha- it's harder to make that type of player work for your team because he does have some big limitations. But I would imagine that in your draft, in your league, there is going to be at least one, probably more teams that are punting free throws or punting points or punting threes, sometimes punting all three. And I think in those teams, you need to be aware of what Ben Simmons can do for your team if he's healthy and how you can uh, value him and where to draft him. So the thing that I need, to, that I think we need to then finally just finish on is when we look at last seasons, um, if I bring up this screen here. Now, what we're looking at over here on YouTube, if you're following along in the video, is Basketball Monsters game log page when you look at Ben Simmons' profile. Now, I wanted to highlight this because if we just look at the tail of his season, it does sort of remind us of exactly what was going on with Ben Simmons at the time. So when we started the season, he was coming back. Obviously, he hadn't played in a long, long time. So first game of the season, it was a blowout. As we can see here, they lost by 22 points um, to the Pelicans. Again, filling in, playing next to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. He started the season off pretty rough, but... You know, 4 points, 6 points, 7 points, 4 points, 7 points, 9 points. Gross. Not not the best. But still, in that time, you know, 5, 10, 3, 5, 8, 8 rebounds, 5, 8, 8, 9, 5, 9 assists. Steals weren't there for the first couple of games, but then they started to come in there as well. The field goal percentage was quite poor at the beginning. So he only had a two-game stretch at above 50%, and then it fell off. He was then injured, okay? So he injured, and I believe, what did Josh say here? Um, Nothing really. So there was obviously some kind of injury here that kept him out for the next one, two, three, four games. And this is what we talked about. He comes back from an injury, comes off the bench, ramps his minutes back up. Again, 16, 24, 15 minutes, misses a game, comes back again, ramping up still 20 minutes, then plays 32. And this is where I get the encouragement here. So... Plays 32 minutes in a game against Portland, two-point win, 15 points, 13 rebounds, seven assists, a block, 100% from the field. Um, Awesome. Next game follows it up, 22 points, eight rebounds, five assists, a steal, 11 points, seven rebounds, 11 assists, three steals, three blocks, incredible. 14 points, two rebounds, six six assists, three steals, two blocks, still looking great. These are all consecutive games. 20 points, six rebounds, three assists, a block, 100% from the field. Again, again, poor scoring, uh, two points, but 12 rebounds, eight assists, three steals, and then he injures himself, and I think it was a knee. Yeah, so complaint of knee soreness here from, from Josh from Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Played only the 11 minutes, so this is an injury-affected game. And then again, we talk about him missing time. Comes back, starts the first game, but again, ramping up the minutes slowly. So minutes are low. Minutes are still low. Minutes start to ramp up. Looking good. We still get some decent stretches of games here. Even though there's some low minutes here, Look, 10 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, a steal, 12 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 3 steals. What I'm trying to highlight here is that 
the performances are very much dictated by how healthy Ben Simmons is. Clearly, there's some points in the season, first of all, at the start, when he's coming off a long absence, not playing basketball, getting used to a new team. Again, not quite right. Obviously, he misses some time, comes back in here, ramping up the minutes, not quite healthy. But then as soon as he gets to his full allotment of minutes, 30 plus, 30 plus, 30 plus, these are really good stat lines. These are top 50, top 60 numbers. The risk is, of course, he says right now he's feeling the healthiest he's been in years. There are obviously patches during this season where he was feeling healthy. The question is, can we trust that to stay the case for the entire NBA season? I still think that is a legitimate concern that we need to be worried about. So as healthy as he feels now... He hasn't really been healthy for several seasons, even back, and again, I'll um, just make my video here a little bit smaller, and if we head back up to his previous seasons, according to Basketball Monster, like in 2020-2021, 58 games, 2019-2020, 57 games, um, I think, I can't remember which one of these seasons, but one of those seasons was a shorter, it might have been the bubble year, so this might have been out of 72, so... That's actually not too bad, but he's never been the most durable player in the NBA, but it is still a concern. And of course, at the end of the season, this is what I was referring to before, where he came back after, again, another injury, came back, started one game, but again, wasn't looking very good, below 20 minutes for basically all these last games, and then just sat out the rest of the season. So there clearly was a lot of health issues going on with him, Um, and so... When we try to evaluate a Ben Simmons, the key here is how healthy is he? And this is why I think as good as he might be looking in the preseason, and if he comes out and puts up some other good performances, there's still a level of risk drafting him anywhere higher than pick 100 in my opinion. So even though I believe that there is a very valuable fantasy player in there, it really, for Ben Simmons, comes down to is he healthy? Can he stay healthy for the entire season? And is he going to be healthy enough in the playoffs when you need him? Because if he is, he can be a very valuable piece to your team. But I don't want to invest too high of a draft stock to get this guy on my team because there is more than most players a likelihood that he is going to be injured at some point this season. Now, I'm not normally the person that says, you know, put people down and stuff because they're injury prone and things like that. But I think for Ben Simmons, it is um, it is necessary and it is something that we need to take into account. I'm not worried about his fit with Nick Claxton. I think that they're going to work it out fine. It's to me all about the health. It's all about how healthy is he feeling and how healthy can he stay throughout the season. So I wouldn't be reaching for him into the 80s or early 90s. I think if it fits your build perfectly, you can start to look at him perhaps at the end of, what would that be, the end of the 8th, start of the ninth round? Maybe, if it's absolutely perfect, but that is the earliest I would go on him. I'd prefer to get him sort of more towards the ninth and 10th round, that kind of a range, where he's sort of like your last or second to last starting player. So if he does go down injured or if he does stink it up, It's not the end of the world and you can drop him and potentially get someone else on your team without feeling like you've lost a whole lot of your um, team that you've invested in in, on draft day. So I don't think I'd be going into really rounds seven, eight and and earlier. I think that that's probably too much risk for me to handle at that point. There's still some decent assist and steal players that I can get around that spot and I'm happy to sort of just let Ben Simmons pass if someone wants to reach in and grab him at that point. But... 
After pick 100 at around that spot, I think he's definitely someone that if you need what he does, and again, he's not going to give you points. He's not going to give you threes or free throw percentage. So that is just not happening. But if you need his rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, and field goal percentage, then he is definitely someone that you need to consider and not just you know, think of him as this bum player that can't play that doesn't give you fantasy stats because he does. He just doesn't do it in, um, you know, what we consider the popcorn numbers, which is that points and threes. So I think that Ben Simmons is definitely someone to consider. A very interesting fantasy player. It is hard to predict what his body is going to be doing this season and whether he's going to be able to remain healthy, even if he does look healthy right now. It is encouraging. And I do feel somewhat optimistic that he's going to be there, but we always need to take into account those risks moving forward. So let me know what you guys think about Ben Simmons. Do you think he's a bum? Do you think he can't play basketball? Or are you getting in on the train and starting to see that maybe this man can still provide some value in fantasy teams? Let me know what your thoughts are below. And we are going to talk number 11 tomorrow. So here is your hint for Fantasy basketball, most interesting player, number 11. This player, over the offseason, if you've been following anything in the offseason, has garnered some of the biggest hype out of any player across many fantasy basketball analysts, myself included. He is someone that has the potential to be a top 50, top 60 player this season. He also has the potential to be someone that after a couple of weeks we are dropping out of our fantasy side. Let me know who you think it is down below. Make sure if you are very interested and you've got fantasy basketball drafts coming up, give this video a big thumbs up. Make sure you guys are subscribed. Let's get to 10,000 subscribers and I will see you guys tomorrow on the next video. Bye.